morning. Good morning, everyone. To God be the glory. Great things he has done, will do, and continues to do. Uh, what happened? All right, let's get started. And for some reason, stereo won't let the show start the way I wanted to, but I'll get it right now. All right, so good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone, to my calling, wisdom, and stereo family. Um, to God be the glory. It is February 18th, the year of our Lord, 2023, so we will be reading from, of course, some Psalms 18 and Proverbs 18. Our bonus scripture today will be Psalms 80. Uh, I see you already have Fang Wang over here on wisdom. Good morning to you. Um, let me get everybody else going over here. Um, I want to see if Ambassador Davis was up yet, but I guess not. I'm invite him one more time to see if he comes back. If not, we keep moving anyway, regardless. So good to have everybody here this morning. Um, it's another day to worship and praise the Lord. Um, the test I was talking with my um, my one of my dad's first cousins last night, and we was talking about some genealogy. And we're gonna have like a, a virtual family reunion, and uh, on Sunday. So um, we were just talking about a few things, and then later on. Yeah, Later on in the conversation, because we talked about three or four different times, because she kept having to get off. Um, good morning, Vibes. How you doing, there, sister? Um, good morning, it's Zone. It's Joan. Just followed you too, brother. Oh, what happened here? Oh, sorry. Hold on a second. Yeah. All right. Ambassador Ishmael, to God be the glory. All right, what we got here? I've been from Ambassador. Oh, some Vibes. Yes. It's great to be here. How y'all doing this morning? Blessed and highly favored, my sister. Blessed and highly favored. I said good morning, Ambassador Ishmael. Good morning, it's Jones. Um, this is the time that the floor is open for testimonies. If anybody want to testify about anything, I got Brian Herbert and Fame Wayne over here on Wisdom. I'm still riding solo over here on Calling, but to God be the glory regardless. Um, it's been a very um, impactful week um, for me personally. Um, this week, we, um, for our men's ministry, we started our new program of getting our men to get through the Proverbs. Um, where we know our men in our particular church or need, need a little more um, time. So we're, we're going through it 10 verses a week in the Proverbs just so that they get an understanding. Amen. Got um, um, Ambassador Ishmael. To God be the glory. It's Jonas. God bless you. Ambassador Jabari Morris. 
each and every one of you here on stereo and all on wisdom. Another day to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, and thank you, Jesus. To God be the oh, Lord. Look who here. Uncle Rovo, Ambassador Davis. Well, Rovo, I can keep on going. Thank you, Lord. All right, got Ambassador Davis over here. Let me hit that roll, too. Greetings, greetings, Ambassador Bybee. It's Jones. God bless you, Ambassador Ishmael. Of course, first place is Jesus Christ. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for being the head, the head of everything. And we worship you this morning. We worship you this morning. Come on in. Take your place as the head. Amen. Help us to decrease that you may increase in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. All those on wisdom and the other apps. God bless you this morning and the families. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Got one more message over here. Yes, Brother Morris, I'm here. I won't be able to come up because I'm going to be riding in a little while with my brother taking care of some things. But I am going to be tuned in, praying with you and all, and for you all. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. All right, see, so we got um, H the Great. He done joined us so well. So now we're up to five on stereo. Uh, we got three over here on Wisdom, Joseph Goodman, Brian Horbert, and Fane Wayne. Um, I see um, um, Mother Rose has joined us. Uh, save Our Children. I'm sorry. Save Our Families, Incorporated. My, I'm sorry. Please accept my humble apologies. Uh, so good to see everybody this morning. Um, you know what we're here for. Um we're here to eat. Um, it's 7.38. Let's get into our morning meditation. We'll start at John chapter 3. And we'll start all the way up at the top. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with you. Jesus answered said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, Unless one is born of water in the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you can hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus answered, said to him, how can these things be? Jesus answered, said to him, are you the teacher of Israel 
and did not know these things. Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know, and we testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is, the Son of Man who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God not sent his Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned already. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. And this is the condemnation. That light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light. And does not come to the light lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. And for this reason, we lift Jesus up this morning. We lift Jesus up today. Everybody, help us lift Jesus up always to the glory of God for the hope and salvation of the next generations. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. So this is the time where somebody should be saying, my hallelujah belongs to you. 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 You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. And all of the glory belongs to you. 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 Because you deserve it, you deserve it, you deserve it, you deserve it. Mm. Still, um, uh, hallelujah, I went to, as I said um, a couple of nights ago, we went to um, Tasha Cobb's Leonard concert on Wednesday. Um, at the Kravis Center, which is um, in West Palm Beach. I live in Riviera Beach. Um, 
And it was, it was so um, encouraging, a night full of worship. Um, it opened with Terry Lynn, um, I think, what's her name? Terry Ann, I can't remember. Yeah, Roberts. And um, she did a couple songs. Then um, a, a local mass choir did a few songs. And then she came out and blew the house down. Um, it was anointed night of praise. And the reason why I bring that up is... That's what we're supposed to have every day. Every every day and every night should be anointed for praise. Or for because every day God has did something for you that He didn't do a day before. He gave you another day, another hour, another second. And we should be praising and worshiping him for that. Amen. All right, so let's move on to our next morning meditation. Um, just do a quick roll call. I got on Wisdom, Cecilia Grace, Saduka Moth, Joseph Goodman, Ryan Herbert, and Fang Wayne. Over here on stereo, I got uh, Ambassadors Davis and Ishmael, and I got um, Mother Rosina, and I got Vibes. Um, over here on call in. I'm still rolling solo, but to God be the glory. Um, let us go on to, we'll do Luke 11 today. Amen. So everybody turn your Bibles, um, click on your Bible apps, um, search in your web browsers for Luke 11. Amen. And no excuse. So my... We got these devices. Don't be using them to look at porn all the time. Or on Instagram or Facebook. Use them for something that has a good purpose. Something that will help your soul out. Your spirit out. And that's to read God's word. So we start at Luke 11. We start always at verse... I think I do like um, Ambassador did a few days ago. Hmm. And it's, so I'm going to start from, um, I'm going to go to um, Luke 10, 41. It says, and Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. And then we go into um, chapter 11. It says, now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, when you pray, say, and repeat after me. If you love Jesus, I shouldn't have to even say repeat after me. They say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And not lead us into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. Now if you've been here before we won't even tell you that we're just going to flip it right to um, Matthew 6.13 at this point. For yours is the kingdom in the power, in the glory forever. 
and we can all together say amen. Thank you, Lord, for giving us something, a little something, so we understand you more. And that's through speaking to you. The Lord's Prayer just being one of the many ways that we can. Amen. All right. So without further ado, we'll go into the last um, part of our morning meditation. And that's Psalms 23, where we recognize who is the Lord of our life. Or Lord of our lives, it says. The Lord, the shepherd of his people. A Psalm of David, it says. And repeat after me this prayer. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your right in your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Forever and ever. And there's anyone out there that just heard this prayer and their heart was pricked and they recognized that they shouldn't be trying to be the Lord of their own lives, but wants to recognize Jesus as the Lord of their lives. All you have to do is say, Lord, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Please forgive me. I will repent and turn away because I know that you came from heaven to earth to die for my sins but was raised three days later with all power in your hands. If you make that the declaration of faith, you have passed from the kingdom of the dead into the kingdom of the living. Continue to let God use you as Romans 12.1 Submit your bodies as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable to God, for it is your reasonable service. Amen. I got one message over here on stereo. It's from Ambassador Ishmael. You know why? You know why I wouldn't walk around in sin? You know why I wouldn't walk around skiing? You know why? I won't go through anxiety, depression, and none of that no more. I'm going to tell you why. I have, to, I have made the Lord my shepherd. Mm. I have made the Lord my shepherd. My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I have made him my shepherd. And he restored my soul. 
ye leads me down in green pastures. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, and thank you, Jesus. You are my shepherd. You are my shepherd. You are my shepherd. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for your testimony, Ambassador. I see we got uh, Yanny Mommy just came by. To God be the glory. So um, she along with Vibes, um, Rosina, Ambassador Ishmael, Ambassador Davis over here on Stereo. On Wisdom, we currently have Xander, Michael, Ronald Smith, Cecilia Grace, Jay Aurelia, Saduko Moth, Joseph Goodman, Brian Herbert, and Fane Wayne. Over here on call in, I'm still rolling solo, but to God be the glory. The great things he has done, will do, and continues to do. I see we just had NGY stop by over here on uh, wisdom, to God be the glory. All right, so let us go on into what we came for. That was the appetizer. It's time for the entree. We know the day is February the 18th, the year of our Lord, 2023. So we know we are going to be reading Psalms 18 and Proverbs 18. And then for our bonus scripture, we're going to have um, Psalms 80. Got a message over here on stereo from Ambassador Ishmael. Psalms. Go ahead over here to 18. Remember, Psalms do not have chapters because they are Psalms and prayers. Amen. So we're going to go to Psalms number 18. And it recognizes something that we should always recognize that God is the sovereign Savior. Amen. Before I get started, I got Ambassador Davis. Before I start reading, that just make me think about that song. Go sing that song, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art. How great thou art. So sing that song, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art. How great thou art. So see my song, my Savior God to thee. 
How great thou art. How great thou art. So sing my song, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art. How great thou art. Amen. So let's get right on in. I see we got C's just joined us over here on stereo. So let's get right on in again. February 18th, the year of our Lord 2023 means we will be reading Psalms 18 and Proverbs 18. To God be the glory. So Psalms 18, subtitled, God the Sovereign Savior. To the chief musician, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spoke to the Lord the words of this song on the day that the Lord delivered him from the hands of all his enemies and from the hands of Solomon. And he said, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my strength, in whom I will trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. So I shall be saved from my enemies. The pains of death surrounded me, and the floods of ungodliness made me afraid. The sorrows of Sheol surrounded me. The stairs of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his temple and my cry came before him even to his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of the hills also quaked and were shaken. Because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet. And he rolled upon a cherub and flew. He flew upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. His canopy around him was dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. From the brightness before him, his thick clouds passed with hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord thundered from heaven in the most high uttered his voice. Hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered the foe. Lightnings in abundance and he vanquished them. Then the channels of the sea were seen and the foundations of the world were uncovered. At your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils, he sent from above. He took me he drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me. 
for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He also brought me out into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord recorded me, I'm sorry, rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has recompensed me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. And have not departed, I'm sorry, and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was also blameless before him, and I kept myself from my iniquity. Therefore, the Lord has recompensed me according to my righteousness according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. With the merciful, you will show yourself merciful. With a blameless man, you will show yourself blameless. And with the pure, you will show yourself pure. And with the devious, you will show yourself shrewd. For you will save the humble people, but will bring down haughty looks. For you will light my lamp, the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness, for by you I can run against the truth. By my God I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. For who is God except the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of deer. And he sets me on my high places. He teaches my hands to make war so my arms can bear the bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand has held me up. Your gentleness has made me great. You enlarge my path under me. So my feet did not slip. I have pursued my enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn back again till they were destroyed. I have wounded them so that they could not rise. They have fallen under my feet. For you have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued me under those who rose up against me. You have also given me the nets of my enemies so that I destroyed those who hated me. They cried out, but there was none to save, even to the Lord, but he did not answer them. Then I beat them as fine as the dust before the wind. I cast them out like dirt in the streets. You have delivered me from the strivings of the people. You have made me the head of the nations. A people I have not known shall serve me, as soon as they hear me, they obey me. The foreigners submit to me. The foreigners fade away and come frightened from their hideouts. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. It is God who avenges me and seduces the people under me. He delivered me from my enemy 
You also lift me up against those who rise against me. You have delivered me from the violent men. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles, and sing praises to your name. Great deliverance he gives to his king and shows mercy to his anointed, to David and his descendants forever. Those are the 50 verses of Psalms 18. Oh, the all were blessed by the reading of the word. To God be the glory. What is God giving you about this, this particular set of scripture? I know he gave me something towards the end. And I'm just going to say, Hosanna, blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. Hosanna. Blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. Oh, come glorify the Lord. For he is worthy to be praised. Oh, let's glorify the Father Lord. Oh. For he is worthy to be praised. Hosanna. Blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. Hosanna. Blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. To God be the glory. Um, again, just got through with the 50 verses of Psalms 18. The floor is open. Whatever testimony God has on your heart about this particular set of scripture, let it be known in front of men so that men may be drawn by the power of your testimony. So testimony is not an option. Testimony is a requirement. Because it's our duty to be ambassadors for Christ. So on top of that for me, when you look at this song, it just lets you know when you have an active praise life and recognize what God can do in your life, then you have no problem praising the Lord. You have no problem letting God know that he is the center of your life. You don't have to question who, who is your shepherd. You know that God is your sovereign savior, as the title of Psalms 18 goes. David knew that when he had to go out to fight, that he couldn't fight on his own power. He knew he was dealing with Saul. Saul was a mighty, a mighty man. That when God was ch ch chose him by using Samuel, gave Israel the king that they wanted. But that was not the king that 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 God wanted from him. He, of course, wanted to be king, and he's deserved to be king and always is king. So when Saul didn't listen, he appointed another king, one who was after his own heart, one who, when things went down. He wouldn't stay stubborn and stay stuck in his sins, but would come to God and say, forgive me, and always turn back to God. That's why he was said, 
that he was a man after God's own heart. So you see in this descriptive language that David was describing how bad the situation was. You know, David was on the run from Saul for years, for year after year, he had to run. He was anointed to be king, but he had to live his life on the run as an exile. Amen. I got um, Mother Rosina coming up. To God be the glory. Things he has done, will do and continues to do. Amen. The floor is yours, um, Rosina. Amen, amen, amen. Glory be to God. Good morning, everyone on Wisdom. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Brother Morris, Brother Ishmael, Brother Chris, Ambassador Davis, Sister Vibes, and Ken Folk. You all, I'll tell you the truth, the Lord is moving, right? You know, and it's not just at the revivals that we're seeing on these college campuses. He's moving in individual hearts. Uh, on yesterday, I went to see my sister. The last two days, spending time with my sister, because I told you all, the Lord told me this year, he's focusing on family, right? Man, the testimonies that I'm hearing from my sister. My nephew yesterday, man, I almost busted out in tears, you all, because he's a part of the alphabet community, right? From being molested and things as a child. And the good news is this. When I spoke to him on yesterday, he was like, Auntie, I love you. I'm like, I love you too. And I was like, uh, how you doing? He was telling me how he was doing it. He said, Auntie, I read my Bible every day. I pray every day. And my sister in that moment said, Sis, the prayers you've been praying over my children is hitting that child right there. You understand? She said, God is answering your prayers for my children. She said, and I see it. And, you know, yeah, you feel me? And, and my nephew was like, I, I feel like God called me to be a prophet to the nations. And I said, well, you know, we all operate in spiritual gifts. And the prophetic is one that we like, we hit. You understand what I'm saying? And I told him, I said, nephew. Once you are truly sold out for Jesus Christ, do you know the mighty things the Lord is going to do in your life? Because, you know, I'm a seer. The Lord allows me to see through the future. Like, and this is the truth. And, like, literally the day before, the Lord was showing me, like, how my daughter will be used. And it will not be in the church setting, but it will be in the healthcare field with the gifts of healing. She's going to vote in the gifts of healing and she's going to be able to pray over people and they will recover. Lay hands on them, pray for them, and they will recover. My younger son, once he turned his life to God for real, this is once they truly are converted. He showed me once they are truly converted, which gives me hope because it lets me know he's pouring out a spirit on all flesh. Our sons and daughters will truly prophesy and at the end of the day, my God, it's just a process, just like it was a process for me. Then I'm hearing that my older brother is coming out of the drug game and he works a, a real job. And then my cousin, I, I, I met up with him. I saw him there and then he got a job. He, and he was filling out the application. And I'm like, I hope you get the job. Yesterday found out he got the job and he started on yesterday. This is Thursday and Friday, just two days. Jesus. But like I told my nephew, because he said, you know, my partner right here. And, I, and guess what I said to him? Nephew, I love you. And then his and then his partner was he was like his partner started talking talk about he was Muslim. His mother was um um Christian, but his father was Muslim, but you know, he chose to be a Muslim. And like I told him, I said, here's the thing. 
whatever you believe in is your business, but I'm going to show love to people. I don't just respect people because of what they believe in. You understand where I'm coming from? I can't do that. That ain't what God has called us to do. But like I told him, I said, but I want you to know this. The prayers that your mother have been praying for you are the prayers that are being answered either in your life. And the only way to our Lord and Savior, I mean, the only way to heaven is through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There is only way to the Father, and it is Jesus Christ. I said, but, you know, when you come into the full knowledge of this, it'll be okay. But the thing is, my nephew said he's reading the Bible. So we all know when people are in that community and they start reading the Bible and find out what the Bible truly says about it, that is what brings them out. Are you following what I'm saying, Brother Morris? Um, that yeah. is what brings them out. You ain't so lying. The fact that, God, I don't think you hear me, Brother Morris. He never read the Bible. You hear me? Never. This kid did not pray. This kid felt like what he was doing was right. You understand? He was living with me when he came out about what was going on in his life. You follow? Mm hmm. I'm following. I went to Memphis. I, 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 I. Take it down. Jesus. We ain't going nowhere. Jesus. This kid was in a foster home being abused, and I drove to Memphis and back in one day to pick him up. You hear me? And they allowed him to come home with me. So as he was living with me, I, I could see that he wasn't right. So I had to go to him and love and ask him, like, what's really going on? Y'all follow? And he told me. And I've been showing him love ever since because it's not even his fault. Mm -mm. He was put in the foster care when he was a young kid. You feel me? Like, yep. it's not his fault. Yeah, he, he felt he fell victim to the sins of this world, unfortunately. Yes, yes, yes. So I've always shown him love, and I always pray for him. And that is why my heart be so heavy with the alphabet community, because people be trying to be mean to these people, not knowing that sometimes it is literally because they were victims. You understand? Most of them were. Yes, they have. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, people want to call out one sin as if one sin is one oh, sin. Oh, hey, you, know, you better preach. You, you better preach. You better yeah, preach. So, oh, okay. So you, hey, let let, let me. Um, so yeah. So this guy. So think about it. Everybody want to point out, oh, the guy who walks around and shake and shake and shake, right? And maybe have him a boyfriend, right? But nobody don't say nothing about the pastor having two girlfriends along with his wife. Two girlfriends. Two on the side. And some more than that. And then a deacon. And then, and then a deacon, you got to keep away from the little girls. And then you got to be careful with some of the mothers. Because some of the mothers be messing with the young girls too. And both. But. But that's not me down in the church because I'm I'm an active member of my church. But I'm, but it's just what happens in it. It's because we, we get hypocritical everywhere. So I I don't down I don't down I don't down that community either. I I just don't I just don't support the things that they do. That's all I do. Yeah, because 
here's the thing. And here's the most important thing everybody needs to remember. It's something that we read every day, but we don't pay attention. I'm going to go right back to it again. If we go to John chapter 3, and we go to verse 18, what does it say in verse 18? He said, he who believes in him is not condemned, but he does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So as Christians, why are we going to condemn the world? They condemned already. Stop it. We both show the world love so that so that so that they can see verse 19 and that this is condemnation. That light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. We want them to start, we want them to come to the realization that in um, verse 21. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. So yeah, why are you watching the Grammys? I'm saying, if the Grammys are satanic, why are you continuing to watch them? I don't watch it. church and she had a time going to church, going to church, going to church. She was doing her thing. But I guess at some point she went the she went the right day and something pricked her. Yeah. And it changed yeah. her life. Yeah. And you went and, and, and years later you won't even recognize her as the same the same woman she was before. Hey, I believe you. And that's what I'm saying. Like I know God is working in my family. He's working in my daughter. Like
first day she started telling me everything about the diet that she was dating, like she just confessed everything. So then I went to her house and was able to talk to her and let her know, whatever you decide to do, I've got your back. Don't be afraid to leave him alone. Because uh, she said he, she felt like he's forcing her into a relationship because he's from another state and just needs somewhere to live. You get where I'm coming from? Mm. Um, and he's been in her house for four months having helped her with her bills and she got a baby. And like I told her, get rid of him. He's a grown boy. She's 23. He's 30. But he's a grown boy. And he runs back and forth from here to the state that he lives in. And I told her, I said, that's dangerous. Yes, that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So long story short, like I told her, whatever you decide to do, let me know. Call me, me, me but leave the police, call the police. You follow what I'm saying? Um, and the thing is, she has to make the choice on her own to truly leave this him alone. You know, it's amazing how when it comes to our children, I, I'm a mama bear. I raise my children. I spend time with my children. So when my children hurt, I hurt, but then I also get angry. And then the Lord be like, you got you be angry, but sin Same not. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I was already going to say it if you weren't going to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he'll tell you, yeah, she done told you. Now you go over there and pray for her. You lay hands on her. You love her. You love on her. You do all these things. And then you back up. You get out of the way and let me finish working. So he has me go in just to show her, I'm here for you, baby. But I can't make the decision for you. You follow what I'm saying? Like, I'm and you, and you know why, right? Because if, yeah, if, exactly. if, it's, if it's based on your work, then how does God get the glory out of it? People don't get that part. That's why God has us to pray for people and to do things for people, but not the things that save people. The thing that saves people is when they see how we they see how we live, and then they get pricked, and then God is able to use that gateway. Exactly, but I had prayed for God to do whatever He needed to do to to get her mind right, though. So when she got drugged on her job, and then she was like, "Call my mama. I'm not going in the ambulance until my mama get here." So as I'm praying on the way there, I'm not even knowing the situation, but I knew something foreign had to be in my daughter's body. So I'm praying for it to come out. I'm letting the devil know you can't have my daughter, and I'm praying in the spirit on the way to her job when I get so. So, so then I laid hands on her when I got there because I was like, it has to come out. So she felt vomiting. So it was deliverance plus the drugs coming out. It was a lot. It, it was a lot. So so then when we got home and I was able to talk to her, she said, Mama, I felt like my soul was being snatched out of me. Mama, I, I just, I said, because the Lord, I told you the Lord had been warning you. I had already gave you the warning from God that he's not going to keep playing for, with you. But also, I had literally just prophesied a few days earlier you have to come out from among them, biggie separate. You backsliders can't keep being entangled in the world. One foot in heaven, one foot in hell. You're lukewarm. The Lord is going to spew you out of your mouth. Double minded. I understand that when the Lord has me prophesied that it does not exempt my family. No, it, it don't. My family. Because but the, the Lord sits up here and shows mercy upon my family. You follow what I'm saying? Hey, because the, the words that I prophesy when they're warning, it's for my family as well, Brother Moore. Hey, because the Bible so, says. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So when this happened to my daughter, then once I got there, I knew it was God answering my prayer to show her a sign and do whatever it is that he needed to do. You follow where I'm coming from? Amen. So after she got out of the hospital and we were talking, and I was like, Janaya, I'm not understanding your decision-making, but like something is off with you. But it's that God that she's with. You follow mm -hmm. me? Ever since she has been with him, I just could not say that to her on that day. 
but she confessed it to me on Thursday this week. You follow where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. But, but long story short, I knew something was off with her, but guess what she told me? She said, Mama, you were right about everything. And she said, Mama, you know, I had a dream in September that there was a tornado. I went up in a tornado and I saw Jesus' face. I said, so you're telling me that after I told you the Lord wasn't going to keep playing with you, that the Lord visits you in a dream. Uh-oh. You've got to make better choices. Because, see, I told you, but now he's visited, he has visited you personally. You understand? I said, and you kept saying you felt like your soul was being separated from your body. I said, honey, that's your soul salvation. The Lord is telling you you're going to have to live right. You need to go ahead and get in church. You know what you need to do. You just got to make the decision to do it on your own. Like, I can't do it for you. You're 23. You live on your own. You got a child. I I can't force you to do anything. Amen. You're going to have to make this decision, and you're going to have to do the right thing. Because if God has come to you personally, that's a whole nother level. Brother Morris, the Lord came to me personally after my son Sidney died. I'll, and it was in a dream as well. And that was when I knew I had to really work to get my life right. Are you hearing me, Brother well, Morris? Well, actually, because that's when you had... We, we that, have dreams and visions. Mm-hmm. You hear me, Brother Morris? That's when you had to submit to the Lord and let him get your life right. That, and that's the other thing yes. you have to look at. we always trying to work our way. That's the main reason why a lot of people want yes. to go to church. Well, I ain't clean enough. Because they don't, they don't, but see, they don't understand the truth. But I think the proverbs today is going to help us understand what we need to do. So let's get to the proverbs real quick, and and I think it'll make your testimony so much clearer to everybody else out there. Amen. So Proverbs eighteen it says, "A man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. A fool have no delight in understanding, but expressing." his own heart. When the wicked comes, contempt comes also. And with his honor comes reproach. The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The wellspring of wisdom is a flowing brook. It's not good to show partiality to the wicked or to overthrow the righteous in judgment. A fool's lips enter into contention and his mouth calls for blows. A fool's mouth is his destruction. And his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles. And they go down into the innermost body. He who is slothful in his work is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. And like a high wall in his in his own esteem. Before the destruction of a uh, I'm sorry, before destruction, the heart of a man is haughty, and before honor is humility. He who answers a matter before he hears it, it is folly and shame to him. The spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness, but who can bear a broken spirit? The heart of the prudent acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. Hallelujah. The first one to plead his cause seems right until the neighbor comes and examines him. Casting lots causes contentions to cease and keeps the mighty apart. 
A brother offended is harder to win than a strong city, and contentions are like the bars of a castle. A man's stomach should be satisfied for the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. I'm purposely saying that to my wife. <laughs> the poor man uses entreaties, but the rich answers roughly. A man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Those are the 18 verses of Proverbs 18. I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the word. Mm. So Sister Rose, we see... We see what your your daughter probably isolated herself, right? To seek her own desire and went against your yeah. the, the wise judgment that God gave to you. Yeah. Look. Yeah, because she literally said, Mama, you were right. I should have stayed single after my last boyfriend. Like, she literally said it all, Brother Morris. You hear me? Mm hmm Jesus. Jesus, like, God had me warn her so much, like, but she still has to make her own choices, you feel me? Amen. Like, the way the Lord has me warn my, my daughter, my mama didn't warn me like I have to warn my daughter. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. Man. Yeah, because it, yeah. Because some people, you know, some kids are more hard-headed than others. Some get the point She's the first the time. She's the most rebellious child I have. It's the God's honest truth. So let me ask you a question. It's from, well, a, it's from a generational curse from her daddy's side, though. Oh. The Lord has shown me what it is. Yeah, he's he shown me. Because I had to go to him in prayer about it. Like, why is this child, like, so rebellious? It's literally from her father's side. Mm -hmm. but, there's a, but there's a way to break that curse. She can break that curse. She's going to have to break it. You know, you know why? You know how, break, you know how you break generational curses? And it's actually in the Bible. I got to find the scripture. But I remember this. Um, somebody told me this. I, I think I was listening to Tony Evans talk about it, and then I had found a scripture about didn't mark it down. But the way to break a generational curse is to ask Lord forgiveness for the sins that you've committed, but also forgiveness of the sins that your family members before you committed. Yes, that's how we like we, we are a family of generational curse breakers. I know this because my son Sydney broke the curse. Of his joining games and all of that that goes through my family because most of my males in the family are in the game. You follow where I'm coming from? Mm -hmm. But he broke the curse and he went to his grave breaking. Did you follow? Mm -hmm. but he refused to join and that's why he was killed. You know, and then with even uh, me breaking the, the, the generational curse of the, that spirit of suicide that, that was hovering over our family. You follow where I'm coming from? Yeah. So, like, there's different generational curses that we have broken, and I see it, but the, what's coming from her daddy's side, she's gonna, but it's gonna take her getting in the word of God and getting in a church and getting under a pastor that can teach her. What broke the spirit of fornication off of me is me getting under good teaching, where the whole Bible was being preached regardless if I liked it or not. Uh -oh. You understand where I'm coming from, the Morris? Oh, yeah, 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 that part. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The first Corinthians part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come out of your sin. You follow where I'm coming from. And then my mother telling me herself because I was wilding out on the internet. My mother said, you know what? You need to read the book of Revelation. My mama, she didn't 
chapter Sydney died, and I just had this I don't care attitude. You follow before I was really in church and trying to live for God. Well, I she, had, I, I'm guessing, I'm guessing she pointed you at Revelations 20. Let me tell you, yes, she did. Yes, she did. But she told me to read the whole book. She didn't just say read one chapter. You heard me, Brother Morton. So mm-hmm. I started reading this Bible, oh my God, for myself. And that was when I went to God crying. I need you. Because the Bible. I, I, you got to take this out of me. Yeah, because one thing I can say, one thing about this Bible, and especially the Psalms and the Proverbs, they are great mirrors. They will you will look in the mirror and say, "Am I this one who who always runs their mouth and causes trouble?" Like like you talk about in Psalm eight, like you talk about right here in Proverbs eighteen. Am I the one who 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 be working slow and then wonder why I can't get no raise or why I can't get a promotion, why I lose my job? And I'm the pride man who keeps falling down, like in verse 12. It's going to mirror. It's going to show it to you. Brother Morris, nah, this ain't so real. My mother told me to read the book of Revelation. So then, like, with my arrogance and pride, these are the books. My mother started me with the book of Revelation, telling me I needed to read that. Then when she realized my arrogance and the I don't care attitude, she said, oh, yeah, now you need to read the book book of Proverbs. But hold on, (laughs) verse 4, verse 4. So after the book of Proverbs, and I'm coming out, and she's seeing the change in me, she realized I started having spiritual warfare. She said, daughter, now you need to read the book of Ephesians. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And let me tell you something else. Then after the book of Ephesians, and she realized that my faith was being tested, and she was like, you need to go to a church. testimony is just showing you that all of us uh, go through stuff and we but you know what when you get into these scriptures even if it's just starting off here the 31 day challenge and reading these psalms and proverbs every day yeah. it's a start, start and it'll get you somewhere but for you maybe it, yeah. it, it doesn't work for you and you want to and, and god leads you to read start somewhere maybe you need to start at genesis maybe you need to start at Matthew. maybe you need to start like i yeah. said revelation but the thing is to get in this book because this book is what's going to save you because this is Amen. the words of God. Amen. 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 And I'm going to tell you something. The truth is this. Do you know when I started reading the Bible, the Bible that my mama gave me, I started in the book of Psalms because I was watching Charles, Charles Stanley on TV. Mm-hmm. And he said start with the book of Psalms. So when I first started reading the Bible on my own, it was the book of Psalms. True story. It was it was the Psalms. Mm. And it was from watching Dr. Charles Stanley 
online and one day he said if you don't know where to start reading the bible start in the book of psalms and i can't argue that at all that's what we hear that's what we hear doing every day Amen. I'm agreeing with you. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then my mama realized the book of Psalms wasn't helping me. She's like, no, you need revelation. <laughs> oh, so, and, then, and, then, and then once you and then once you got the revelation, she was like, oh. She she need she need she need correction. So that's why she pointed. Brother, brother Morris, like, yo, so this let me know that my mama knew the word of God. You heard me? Brother. Yeah. Like, and and Let's what say you gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. You gotta be careful. The Satan. I'm gonna explain something what Satan do, and this is important for everybody to understand. God, though, so when you come to Jesus and you and you repent, He takes your sins and throw them in the seal for forgetfulness. But Satan don't do that, and neither do you yourself. You will beat yourself up about your sins more than even Satan do. But the problem—that's the thing. You cannot let your past sins keep you away from your future goals. And that's why we're here every morning. We want people to understand. But before you go, I got, before you finish, I got um, four messages. Yeah, I got, I got Ambassador with three and, and um, Brother Chris with one. The generational curse is broken. One, when you dedicate them babies back to God. Amen. First Samuels 1. 27, and then you train them up in the way, not only by reading, praying with them, but living example, living example, give them a choice. Their nature is their nature. It's cursed. All flesh is cursed. So the generational curse is broken when you deliver that child back to God, and then you walk it out and train them up in the way. Amen. Amen, Sister Rosanna. Amen. Thank God. Thank God for you and for what he's doing in your family. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus said in John 3, you must be born again. The problem is they born and we wait before we let Jesus reborn them. Got, I got two from uh, Ambassador Chris. child made a mistake. 
like Chris Brown or Walker Peter or whoever, you know, if they rob somebody and kill them with their love them. Steal, or like them, steal. And they said, no. And I thought to myself, these kids ain't got a fighting chance. Rudolph took off for a treat. That, that must be our parents treated up. We got these kids back. Amen. My God. My God. Amen. Jesus, Chris. Oh, God. All right. Let me get to his de- Take a deep breath. I got his next message. Going. I think it's going to really make us say glory to God. I think that's very dangerous, especially when it comes to us. What if God didn't love us no more? Mm. Yeah, that forgiveness monster, that unforgiveness monster, people don't understand how dangerous that thing is. They set up disease in your body and everything. Like, I Jesus. That's why here in Proverbs 14 it says, the spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness, but who can prepare a broken spirit? I think you see a lot of broken spirits around here in these kids because Parents won't forgive them for stuff. Yeah, they did wrong. Yeah, they went to jail. Yeah, they stole cars. Yeah, they got in the game. Yeah, they had two or three babies by three, three or four different, two or three different guys. Yeah. Yeah, they got a bunch of baby mamas. But if God can forgive, why can't you? Yes, yes. You know, I even had to go to my listen. This, this is real about forgiveness because after Sydney was killed, my mama asked me for my mama apologized. My dad apologized to me. And like I told him, I forgive you both. You did the best you could with what you had. But after my parents apologized to me and I forgave them, I went to my own two living children and apologized to him, them because of my behavior after Sydney was killed. You feel me? Yeah, you broke a chain you before know, it started. That's what you did. Yeah, I did. I did. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's what generational curses is. That there, there are times of unforgiveness. And people got locked into them. Yeah. Jesus. All right. Got one more message here from Shamanaya. So soft. Hallelujah. 
Yeah, he was sort of soft, but he was just get pouring out a blessing to God be the glory. Amen. Yeah, yeah. These lots of these songs and the pro- proverbs could keep going in the blessings. But I think the most important thing that we could say out of uh, eighteen, and we say it all the time, um, verse twenty-one: death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Jesus, Jesus. All right. Hallelujah. With that being said, let us head over to um, Psalms 80 uh, for our bonus reading today. Uh, I'll take that message here real quick. God bless you, brother. I like that name you've given us. It's in harmony with what we're doing. Next generation. You say new generation, yeah. That's what we're trying to do. Let God make all things anew. And, and get us out of these consequences that we are suffering but not doing it his way. There's a lot of consequences, you all. That's what and that's the opposite of blessings, but that's what we're dealing with. Amen. A lot of consequences for not doing what God said and not doing it his way. So thank you. New generation. That's what we're bringing forth. A new generation. A, a, a regeneration. Chosen people. A royal priesthood. And I think that leads perfectly into our bonus reading for the day, Psalms 80. So everybody get grab their Bibles, turn it to Psalms 80. Um, click your Bible apps, search your web browser, put in Psalms 80. Uh, find that version that you like. I'm reading the New King James Version, but if if that's not your sword, I don't hate on nobody for grabbing an NIV or grabbing a, 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 a CSB. Whatever, hey, like I always tell, I always tell this testimony that's not mine, but it's the, of David. When David said he was going to take take down Goliath, right? Yeah, yeah. Saul offered him his shield and his sword wow. and his armor. But none of that stuff fit David. The armor was too big for him. The shield covered him all the way up, and the sword was just too heavy because Saul was a bit, bit tall guy. David was a shorter guy, right? Yeah. So yeah. the weapon that God gave him to take down Goliath was a slingshot and five pebbles. And guess what? Yes, Lord. Only one of them flew out. Yes, Lord. So I don't never hate on nobody for using a, a message Bible or whatever. Whatever works for you. Whatever way you need to understand the word. That's why there's different translations. Exactly. Because everybody, everybody in a Bible scholar. Everybody can't read the Bible in Hebrew. I'm sorry. I know it's nice. It's nice that you can, but it ain't no requirement. That that that's what we have. That's what we have the great theologians for. They can they can help handle that some of that stuff. Amen. I got Ambassador Chris real quick. I hear you. He had, he had, yeah, he had extra stone, but uh, after he knocked the, that, that stone sunk into his forehead, and he went down. David went and grabbed that, grabbed the last sword. And, now, it was worse than dying by your own sword, right? <laughs> but that, but that's what the proverbs tells you. You die by your own sword. Your sword, in this case, is your tongue. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, got Shermanaya. Or whatever. I got one more message. All right, to God be the glory. All right, let's go to, just again to Psalms 80. And what um, Ambassador Dave was talking about earlier, we need, need uh, um, regeneration, a new generation. Um, Psalms 80 is actually the subtitle, A Prayer for Israel's Restoration. And it's to this chief musician, set to the lilies, a testimony of Asaph, a psalm. And it begins, Give your... O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who dwell between the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Stir up your strength and come and save us. Restore us, O God. Cause your face to shine, and we shall be saved. O Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angry against the prayer of your people? You have fed them with the bread of tears and given them tears to drink in great measure. You have made us a strife to our neighbors and our enemies laugh among themselves. Restore us, O God of hosts. Cause your face to shine and we shall be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You have cast out the nations and planted it. You prepare room for it. And caused it to take deep root and it filled the land. The hills were covered with its shadow and the mighty cedars with its bowls. She sent her bowls to the sea and her branches to the river. Why have you broken down her hedges so that all who pass by the way pluck her fruit? The boy out of the woods devours it. Return, and I saw in the wild beast of the field devours it. Return, we beseech you, O God of hosts. Look down from heaven and see and visit this vine in the valley which your right hand has planted, in the branch that you made strong for yourself. It is burnt with fire. It is cut down. They perish at the rebuke of your countenance. Let your hand be upon the man of your right hand, upon the son of whom you made strong for yourself. Then we will not turn back from you. Revive us, and we will call upon your name. Restore us, O Lord of God, a host. Cause your face to shine, and we shall be saved. Those are 19 verses of Psalms 80. I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the word. Hallelujah. Got a um, message here for um, Brother Chris. I'll be trying to tell God on and if you look even in the percentage of numbers, this is where the Bible stands true again. If you look in the percentage of numbers, um, people with all guns, most deaths actually happen inside the home with people's own guns. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody swore, everybody swore. That's why I gave all my firearms away. That's true. Amen, amen. Never owned one. And never will. I own two, but I got rid of them. But I have owned two. Yeah. Uh, the the, the biggest weapon I got in my house is a, a machete, and I really yeah. use that to cut down bushes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, this um, Psalms 80 is a wonderful um, song by Asaph that just lets us know that we're, we're struggling because the things that we've done, that God had to remove his, his um, hand from us, that we can come back to him when we turn from our wicked ways. Oh, Lord, now I have to cross-reference um, 2 Chronicles um, seven fourteen. You know that one by heart, Sister Rosina? Yeah, yeah, if, yeah if my people, if my people oh, yeah. were called by my name to humble themselves and turn from their wicked brain and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then they will hear, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their lean. That was a, a a blessing that he had put on the um, people of Israel when um, Solomon had dedicated the temple. Solomon. Yeah. Yep. And that's what I we see today. Heart, I don't know what I was thinking. You got to forgive me, Jesus, Lord. You know, when the pandemic hit, that's the Bible verse that the Lord kept giving me at the very beginning of it. And people humble themselves. <laughs> yes, and it's still the same Bible verse today. Like Jesus. Yep. Because it's crazy. We don't want to humble ourselves, you know, for him to heal our land. My God. Yeah, because this is the humility. Yeah, because this is what Psalm 80 come in. You get Psalm 80, you can have that prayer once you humble yourself. Yeah, it's humble. You gotta be humble first. Jesus. And turn from those wicked ways. Yes. It's like what you said with your um with your nephew, right? You but you don't tell him to humble. You want him to see that he has to humble himself. Right. Right. Yeah. But for some people it do And eventually he's gonna have to either turn from the Bible or he's gonna have to turn his life around, one of the two. There ain't no in between. Let me do a quick roll call over here on call. Then I got a listener. I, I guess they have a law then, so I don't know who that is. Maybe it might be ambassador or somebody. I got twenty-seven over here on wisdom. Um, Henry God HD. I just followed him. Um, CEO boss Chucky Terry, Angelique Keys, uh, Angelique Jenna Morrison, Wandering Fool, do therapy. Craig Rowe, Reggie Wood Woodson, Nikita Hunt, Suki Maffajane, um, Xander Michael, Casey Blaze, Zensai, Cecilia Grace, Sudoku Moth, The Clarity Concierge, Johnny, Ellen Suters, Alan Rapley, NGY King, Ronald Smith, Jay Arriot, Joseph Goodman, Brian Herbert, and Fane Wayne. Over here on stereo, got me and um, 
and Sister Rosina up here on the top. In the audience, we got um, uh, Ambassador Davis, um, Ambassador Chris, Shamanaya, Vibes, Julia Loving, Nola B, Stay True, um, and let me see what he um, I guess Glass of Hand. Amen. Got two messages. Ambassador Davis. today when we look at the readings is recognizing God is your savior so he can restore you once you once you understand that you have to seek out what is God's wisdom not in our own sight not in our own eyes but the truth The word of God, which is the infallible truth, not people's opinions, not people's, you know, these are facts. No, the word of God is the truth. It's the inspired word of God. It's mm-hmm. the infallible truth. Yeah. And, and see, that's what the world doesn't want. As long as you can say my my truth is, is subjective yeah, to yeah. what I believe, you ain't got to believe yeah. in nothing. But when you understand well, that truth is objective, not subjective, then it changes your whole thought process. Amen. Amen. But in all honesty, Brother Morris, more people in the body of Christ need to testify about God's goodness. That is what's going to bring people in. We are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. You know, um, if we keep being silent about what the Lord has done for us, about what the Lord has done for our family members, People don't believe in the God that we serve for the simple fact. Some Christians are mean, evil, um, wicked, nasty. They claim to be Christians, but they don't have the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, you know, meekness. Um, 
and, and, and this thing in the body of Christ where people feel like there's not going to be any suffering, my God, we're going to be persecuted for Christ's name's sake. You know, there's long suffering. You know, things are going to happen. Trials and tribulations are going to happen. But the Lord, if you cast your curse upon the Lord, you cast them upon the Lord. God, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. You know, but the main thing is this. Many people are suffering because of bad decisions. It's not even the enemy throwing things at them. It's their decision making. My daughter's a prime example. You follow where I'm coming from? Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's literally, like, this thing is so real. It's like, it's like Satan. It's the it's like Satan can sit on his hands all day and be like, well, I ain't got to do nothing. They doing it to exactly. themselves. That part. Because, you know, we, look, listen, listen. I have to die to my flesh daily. Because when things are even going on, like I said, with my daughter, be angry and then not. You follow? When mm. things go on with me, when people attack me just because of the God in me, I'm like, Lord, they're attacking me because of the God in me, but I need you to help me because the God, because my flesh want to react. They don't have a place to stay. 
job and a child. I said, do you not understand that people that have nothing to lose don't care about if you lose everything? Oh, yeah, brother. And when I said that to her on Thursday, guess what she said? Dang, that's messed up, mama. Y'all had to say it in a way for you to understand. Hmm. You hear me? I hear you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got four messages. So, I, I, and after I said all of that, the Lord said, don't say anything else. So I haven't said anything since you follow. Mm-hmm. Little story. All right, let me get to these four messages real quick. If you, if He's the only good, Man. he's the only teacher. Come on now. In all honesty. Amen. All right. Got three from Shamanaya. Righteousness at all times. 
It's because you eat an apple and you're going to say, Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 20. My son, keep thy father's commandment and forsake not the law of thy mother. Um, so I just wanted to point out how this Bible is the only one who will your shield and protect you. That Jesus Christ is Mama be the made it here now. To God be the glory. Now you know you can't come and you ain't seen no song yet. Now, Mama be the as, as, as um, Ambassador Ishmael would say, the voice of an angel. So before we close out today, I, I definitely need at least one hymn from you, Mama B. Amen. Finish up our praise, you know. It's been a good day. Um, I even got to my testimony from this week, my biggest testimony. Um, this week, I started my new job, right? Which is actually an old job, in a way. But it's at a different location. So, it seems like every time I leave this job, God give me a year or so, and then he lead me back to it. So, I'm going to tell you the story. I'm going to tell you testimony about it. So, um, it's with a company called LifeSpace, right? They are a nonprofit that um, owns senior communities around the country, right? Especially in Florida, Texas, and Illinois area, area, right? Yeah. So back in 2017, I first started working there as an aide, right? And I had got a little impatient, right? Because like the first week, I was going to get like 20 hours, right? So I found a job at, at, uh, Morse, at, at Morse Life, which is a Jewish um community, right? And kept that job as like a part-time job. But I worked at Morris for a year full time, and things didn't work out there, right? So I ended up going back there, went full-time with them, stayed there, um, learned, learned some other skills, including scheduling, right? You know, I was waiting for this, the full-time the full scheduling job. I just wouldn't get it, right? 
So I got a little pay, I got impatient again. So I left there and got my full time scheduling job. Right. I worked at a, another agency for like thir- for about thirteen months. Right. But it, it was problems there from the first day I stepped in the door. So I should have known. But I tried to stick it out. Right. Thing, things didn't work out good, right? So yeah, I ended up having to leave there. Uh, so I worked back at LifeSpace, but um, I was doing some. Um, like it was right around the time they had a little storm come down here, so one of the um, schedules was out. So I was helping fill in for them and um, keep things going. So for I worked like um. Over the next one, I worked for like maybe like four or five, maybe like five or six days. Plus, um, I um, still was doing on call like I was always doing, right? Yeah. So and then I found a job um, there in Boynton at another agency. Um, this time, just scheduling um, nine nine VA, I mean VA nine skill um, care for them, right? Which is dealing with the age, right? And it was all right, um, but it felt like going back in the past because they were still using so much paper, and I was used to most systems that was almost purely electronic, right? So yeah. that was a culture shock, right? And it made right. things a lot more difficult. And because the system was so bad, it was a lot harder to hold people accountable. Oh, okay. So, you okay. know, the A's could be... Say they somewhere and don't be saying that, you know, you hear like, oh, they they leaving early and stuff like that, right? And you didn't know it, right? right? right. So, now, you know, I was looking at jobs, but I wasn't really looking for another another job at the time. I was like, I was, well, I'm hoping that I stick in here and maybe they'll change to a different software and we can make things a little more easy to hold accountable. But then my old boss, she said, hey, um, a scheduling job opened up, and she gave me a raise of four dollars. So, from what I was making at, at, at the place I was at, I was like, um, "Let me just think about it." I gave, I, I thought about it for about sixteen hours. And I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it," and put in my notice. So I put in my two weeks notice, and I, I served out my notice. And it was actually a very productive two weeks. I got a chance the second week to train somebody to do my job, right? Um. So I just finished my first week on my new job. And when I tell you this is when God can I'm telling you God has blessed me, right? What job you know you walk you walk in day one, you sit down and you just walk right into the job. Like you've been there for ten years. God allowed me to sit down at this desk and just go wreck it wreck the work. I ain't because I knew the software, I didn't need training. I knew like the policy procedures, I didn't need training for that. I was able to just sit down and go straight to work and start change, and start changing things to glorify God. Right. So, the Lord. so God has been good to me, and I, I want to give Him all the honor yes. and all of the praise. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. He yes, will Lord. do it. He's able to do yes, exceedingly Lord. abundantly above all more than we can ask for. Think according to the power that worketh in us. When we yes, believe Lord. and we receive his his mercy and his glory, but continue to work. Like, even when I was out, I didn't even tell nobody I, I, I was semi jobless for a while. But I said, like, I just 
Yeah, screw me. He, 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 he got me through it. So I ain't, I ain't going to complain when I'm going through it. Right. But I'm going to glorify him when, I, when, I, when I'm in the right spot. Hallelujah. I'm still going to praise him. I, I, because I, 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 I don't read too much of Exodus. And that goes right into what, um, um, so on Thursday, my pastor and, and, and a lot of the church, we went to, um, for up here from Riviera Beach to Margate, um, another pastor's, um, 17th year anniversary, right? So my, yeah. my pastor was doing the word that night. So they had a lot of people come up there and do t- and testify. Um, this one guy came up. He was really hyper and stuff. He reminded me of one of my brothers back at my church, right? That's actually a gospel rapper. He um the head of the outreach ministry too. Like he had, he real radical with it, like. So finally it, uh, it, it came up and my pastor time to preach. And as soon as she got she said all the people who was giving testimonies. Was all in her message, because one old lady had came up and said, "When you, she she had told the um, the um, the congregation when she, when she win, you win, right?" Yeah, yeah. So my, that's when my my past my past taught she she taught from a part of a scripture that people often bring up but never read all the way through, and um it and we consider this bonus time so. Go to he if you go to Hebrews chapter thirteen. So everybody got their Bibles ready. Um, we're gonna this is our super bonus scripture here. You can go to Hebrews chapter thirteen, and we go to verse seventeen. Everybody look. Hebrews thirteen seventeen. Oh yeah, this is good. Go ahead, Brother Mark. Uh huh. they they. Now, a lot of times people catch the first part of that of 13 or 17, but not the whole part, right? So let, let's go and read of it. Of course, like with all scripture, they, they like the parts that they like. Yeah, so this one scripture is a very juicy scripture. So it says, obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls as, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Most people stop at a, at account, and this is the, uh, now. Now you heard me earlier. I said talked about the pastors. Now, now I'm going to talk about the members. Now, so it says, oh, it says, obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls as they must give account. Most people stop and say, oh. My pastor need to do this. He, they don't need to be doing all that, uh huh, because they got to give account for me, so they better not be wrong. But they don't read the second part, where it says that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable to you. They don't want to catch that part. You know why? Come on, I'm listening. Come on, come on. You know why they? You know why they want to catch that part? Because then that means they're held accountable as well. <laughs> that part. And no one wants accountability. They lack accountability. Amen, amen, and amen. That's the truth. Uh-huh. So that, that's what she was saying. So she kept going back to what the um the older lady had said. 
when 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 the when she when the pastor win, the congregation win, which is true, and that's what it's saying. Because if your pastor or your leader in your ministry, whatever, is always have to deal with grief from y'all that they in grief, then ain't, you ain't gonna profit. Jesus, let me tell you something. You know, I, I, I love my leader of the church I go to. Like, the warfare I go through, and it's not even from, from the men, it's from the women, right? Mm. Um, and, you know, the Lord has me pray over him because, like, you can tell when his spirit is free. You can tell when the Holy Spirit is free. You know, like you said. You, you, you know, people that don't want to take accountability for what they're doing, um, when they're serving in the church, they're serving because they want to be noticed by the man of God and his wife, you know, mm. his family. But it's not unto the Lord. They, they keep serving unto the man of God, wanting to be seen and wanting to be noticed and wanting accolades. But they're not doing it for the glory of God, which what? It, it's not It's not real. It, it's just for It's fake. So, oh, God. And do you know, like, true leaders that truly are, like, in, in leadership, you know, God truly called them. I'm not talking about people called themselves, right? Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but that's a whole new story. Part called by God, right? Because many are called, you are chosen, right? Mm-hmm. So those, the few that are truly chosen, that's why all these people that are talking and, and, and talk about I'm a pastor, I'm an apostle, I'm a prophet, I'm an evangelist, I'm a preacher, I'm a teacher, I'm a bishop, I'm an overseer, I'm a, I'm a this, I'm a that. Yo, many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. Only you are not chosen by God. You may be called to do something in a ministry up under another man or woman of God, but you're not called to be the leader. I, 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 but people don't want to hear that. You hear me, brother? Hey, but you got because they don't want to be humble. Like uh, full disclosure, um. Like you know, every like every morning, right? I take the verse of the day and I share it out on social media and stuff, right? You see it all the time on Instagram, right? So there's one lady on Facebook. Um, uh, I had um when I went to the Tasha Cobb concert, I had shared video, I had shared my story, the video, like I shared like a snippet from every song she performed, based well, except for two. In the um in my story, right? So. She came to me yeah. and said, um, thanks for sharing this, Pastor, and said, hallelujah. I was like, um, I'm only an ambassador. God hasn't put me in that office currently. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he got yeah. to do it, right? When, when, when the time, if if and when the time is right, I ain't, I ain't taking the, because I, I, I see what happens when you try to overstep your boundaries. It, it's bad when you don't do what God says. It's worse yes, when you do what God told you not to do. Um, to do something yes, God didn't tell you to do either. Yes, sir. I'm gonna tell you on my job. I'm in this. Uh, I'm in the on the job training part of it, right? You know, I work from home. So we've been on call the last four days, and then I've got a, a clock in today at twelve. <clears throat> so the fact that before we got into this part of the training, we didn't know navigation. You know, we were trying to learn it, but not knowing it. Poorly. The Lord told me once I get on the phone, He was going to guide me and make this easy. He was going to show me grace, and that's what He's been doing. So as they're li- as they are listening to my call, like when they have to give me a coaching, it's because I've got to get used to like 
the verbiage that they want me to speak on certain things. Does that make sense? Yep. Which, I, I don't have an issue with that, but I'm navigating the articles and everything correctly. And so, but there's still parts of the article, like, it was two different calls that I missed something on the article. But like I told uh, my uh, coaches yesterday, I, like, I let them know, I said, well, you know, this is just day four. So, um, what am I doing right? And she was like, oh, no, just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing this and that and that. And that. Okay, because, I mean, if you're going to tell me what I'm doing wrong, tell me what I'm doing right. You follow. Don't come with exactly. this negativity. And I said, and I'm not, I said, and this is not pushback, but this is feedback. You know, when you speak to us, let us know what we're doing well. Don't just say you did this wrong, because see, that's going to be a whole negative atmosphere, and, and that's just not good. Well, and she was like, oh, no, you're doing this right. And then she said, and as a matter of fact, you you, you passed the, um, one of the certifications from where actual quality has listened to your calls. You passed everything on it. Oh, so before we went into this training, our first encounter with one another, I noticed that these women were like bullies. You listening? Yeah, you always got them. They were talking at us. They were talking mean. They were yelling. They were using an awful tone. So the trainer that I had before them last week, I was like, you know, I'm going to go into this training, and my mindset is really just to pass the certifications. I'm not going to give no pushback because I can take, you know, constructive criticism, right? So, and it was only just one part that I missed on the breeding that they that, that comes from this other part. So I just put it in my notes, and then when I got back on the phones, I started using using it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, but every time I was saying something, they were trying to go against it. But then when someone else would come in, they were telling me I was doing it correctly. Am I making sense? So, yeah. Yeah. So yesterday, like when it happened, I had to like pray instantly because the tone of their voice really pissed me off, yo. So then when I gave the feedback and they noticed the tone in my voice, guess what? They got quiet and changed their tone. Because here's the whole thing. When you speak to someone, you watch your tone. The same way you tell us to watch our tone, you watch your tone with us. Better believe you it. understand? Otherwise, you end up with a Matthew 7 situation. You hear me, Brother Morris? Like I told him, I said, this, I don't know where the miscommunication came from, but this is not any pushback, but this is feedback. You understand? The same way you're giving me feedback, I'm giving you feedback. Because I go to people bosses because they have a boss. Yep. And I was going to go to their boss two weeks ago, but the Lord said, wait until it's like personal. You follow what I'm saying? Gotcha. Don't go on behalf of the class, but when they attack you personally, yes, you go to their boss. Period. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, straight up and down. Straight up. Because considering I'm doing my job and I'm doing it well, and we've only been doing this on the boss for four days, you follow? Wow. So don't try to hinder me moving forward. You don't even know me, yo. Yeah, you got to get to know people. But some people, unfortunately, the enemy is everywhere. So that's the way that's the way it works. Yep, I get it because I know the things I've had to go through on my on, on myriad of jobs. Like I was telling you, the job that I stayed with for thirteen months, I was attacked daily on that job. Jesus. Sister. He said, no, you got it. He said that when they asked about the classmates, 
my name. Why the heck y'all mentioning my name? Mm. Mm. I and know. I don't even know these women. But it be like that. Hey, but God is good, right? All the time. We got five messages over here. Let me get let me get them rolling real quick. Please do, because I'm gonna have to get out there. I gotta go live on TikTok before I block it. So. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, Ambassador Davis. Amen. Greetings, this Bill. Mama B. Glass of Yin. Brother Chris and Shamanaya. No idiot by B. Amen. Sister Rosanna. Rosina, excuse me. And Brother Morris. And all of you on Wisdom, you haven't made the Lord your choice. If you haven't said, Lord, forgive me for my sins. And receive me. Make me whole this morning. Now's a good day to do it. Now's a good day to do it. February, it, it's your birthday. February the 18th in the year of our Lord, 2023. You can remember this day because you'll change your life. Amen. He'll make you up. Beloved today. Amen. Yep. So that's why, um, amen, just make me go back to what Second Chronicles said. You know, if my people will call by my name, will humble themselves, then he could do something with you. That's what he's saying. Stop relying on your way of doing things. Let the Lord guide you. So to do that, all you have to do is recognize that Jesus Christ is Lord and that you have to turn away from your sins and that you recognize that he died for your sins after he came down from heaven but came back up with all power with his hands then he could take you from that kingdom of, the, of, of, of Satan and deliver you into his kingdom. But that's your choice. You got to make it. Amen? I got Brother Ishmael. I heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord but you don't really care for music, do ya? When it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor four, the major lift, the battle king composing, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. God bless each and every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. All right. Got these three for Amen. Ambassador Chris. Amen. Now, we don't got accountability. You show right no more. It's hard to make people get accountable. You know, they got reasons. The reasons that we share. And it takes away the accountability. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Uh -oh. All right, already. Uh-oh. Mm-mm-mm. But what happened to me was I got tired of my reasons and my excuses. And said, I, I got too many excuses. I got too many reasons. Yeah. What's the common denominator? Me. Ah. Yeah. Say it, bro. Ah, Jesus. That's it. I say, oh, wait a minute. God, 
creator. I, 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 have, a, I have huge problems. He already knew what I was going to say. He said, hey, man, you figured it out? What's your problem? Because I've been knowing. I'm, I know everything. I'm gone. I said, yeah. Me. Yeah. I'm my yeah. problem. I got, I got a lot of reasons. And I got a whole lot of uh, excuses. Yeah. He said, follow me. Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. I say this all the time. The world will tell you who you are because they can see what you do. Yeah. They don't care about what you say. They see what you do. That part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can say you're a good mother, but if, if, if you ain't raising your kids, is that really a good mother? Say it, brother. Oh, you know what I'm saying? The world will tell you. Amen, amen. And, 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 and be too close to God. The world is trying to lie on the first. Uh oh. Yeah. Come on, that's it. You know, they're trying to lie on the first. They'll make you have to be a bad person because now they're going to make some rules against certain ways to raise your child. Mm. Yeah, that but that's what you say walk by faith and not by sight. They said that. So there is still no law against righteousness. Amen. Amen. Glory, Glory to God. God. All right. Well, all right. So I got this message. Um, I'm gonna play as much as I can. If if it if it if it um reads the spirit, I'll stop it. Okay. Hold on. What happened? No. Oh, what happened? It disappeared. Did you I hide don't it? No. I didn't try to. No. What happened? I was gonna what? play it. He, he had a question, but um. Is, did they did they ask it again? Because I don't know what happened. Jesus, because I don't have no star. I couldn't. No, you, you, no, you don't need a star to play messages. Oh, but I didn't touch the message. I don't know. It just disappeared. Um, oh, Lewis, it, it was from Lewis. You still there? Um, when we get done with the messages, I I accept your request. He, he, I am so sorry. I don't know. If, I, I don't. Yeah, that's fine. Let me just play these two messages and then I accept this request. All right, Ambassador Davis. Oh, Chris, so you out there with the horses today, huh? Mm-hmm. Don't don't send me one of them horses, man. Don't send me. You give me a horse today, I'll gladly pay you tomorrow. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man, bless you all. Bless you all. <laughs> all right, Lewis. Um, I'm gonna let you come up for a second. All right. Again, my apologies if I didn't. I don't. Uh, I guess he didn't want to at that point. I don't know. That's no problem. You can leave another message if you like. Um, but otherwise, um, let me um do roll call real quick. Um, over here on call in, I did have somebody with me, but they left. Uh, over here on wisdom, I got thirty five souls. May God get all of them and be able to use them for His glory. Uh, Christopher John Martins. Melanin Talks just followed you. Reggie Wood Woodson on www.lewisquad.com. Checky, Greg's Tate. Petra Ocampo, um, Zenside, Christina Lucy, Losey, 
Fang Wang, Andrea, Ali, Henry Guy HD, CEO Boss, Terry, Angelique Keys, Jenna Morrison, Wandering Fool, Dude Therapy, Craig Rowe, um, Nikita Hunt, um, Suki Maffajane, Xander Michael, Casey Blaze, Cecilia Grace, Saduku Moth, uh, The Clarity Concierge, Johnny, Edden Sudif, Alan Rapley, NGY King, Ronald Smith, Jay Orion, Joseph Goodman, and Brian Herbert. To God be the glory over here on on stereos, me and um, Sister Rosina um, hosting. Um, in the audience, we got Ambassador Davis, Ambassador um, Chris, Ambassador Ishmael, Mama B, the voice of an angel, Shamanaya, Vibes, Nola B, um, Glass and Hen, and Lewis. To God be the glory. Well, we've done as commanded. And of course, there is always room for improvement. If anybody have any other testimonies, you're more than welcome to leave it. Otherwise, we're going to get ready um, for prayer. Amen? God be the glory. Amen. We just need to say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just need to thank him because he's been so good. Yes, he is. He's been so good. God, you all stay blessed and stay encouraged in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Um, oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for the testimonies we were allowed to hear today, Lord. Thank you for the word that we received from the Psalms and the Proverbs and elsewhere, Lord. We thank you for you giving us life and life more abundantly. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your son dying on that cross over 2,000 years ago for propitiation of our sins, oh Lord. We ask for forgiveness of our sins, oh Lord. We ask that you work with inside our hearts, Lord, to teach us how to forgive because we've not locked against heaven, oh Lord. So as we get ready to step down from this platform, but never, ever, ever fellowship with each other through the power of the Holy Spirit, we ask that you, oh Lord, keep us until next time. Oh, Lord, we ask that you continue to give us revelation. Oh, Lord, that you help urge us to um, get in the word of God, oh, Lord, so that we may be able to do the things that you told us to do, oh, Lord. And we just want to give you all the thanks, all the honor, and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, amen. Amen. All right. Um. Well, we're going to close out, Lewis. You can ask me that message in the chat afterwards, and I'll answer you in the chat later on. So let, let us close out. Um, this is going to be our um, benediction for the day. It's from 1 Peter chapter 3, uh, verses 17 and 18. You, therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness being led away with the error of the wicked, but growing the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and forever. And let us all together say, 
Amen. All right, we're going to do this again tomorrow. Same praise time, same praise channel. So tomorrow will be February the 19th, so we'll be reading Psalms 19 and Proverbs 19 as well as um, Psalms 81 is our bonus scripture. Um, as long as God blesses us with life, we'll be trying to be there at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central. Um, may God keep you all, and I love you everyone, each and every one of you. Amen. And Brother Morris, tell Lewis, if I made a mistake and did anything, I apologize. Because I was just yeah.